It's the Backpack Club. It's Backpack Club Podcast. It's fucking Backpack Club Podcast, baby. Welcome to it. <laughs> Welcome to it. <laughs> Cookie Absolutely Brownie. Sucked. He's too soft. Maybe Ron yeah, needs some stats right now. Motivational guy. What's the diagnosis of his injury? Like, dude, I hope he gets burned. I have no idea. But truly, yeah, that too. Bitcoin, Ethereum, all that shit. Well, the thing is, thank God he's not a cap. What a dumb bitch. Figure it out, dude. Let's leave the mothers out of this. That was a terrible dog. Instagram does the same shit. Dick, dude. Ron didn't get a degree in fucking balls. The best head sucker. If it's in a cooler, I'll drink it. Viewer discretion advised. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, it's at Backpack Club. Just like, subscribe. Let's Love go. You guys. Welcome back. This is episode 11 of the Backpack Club. I'm JP. What up? What's going on? Nickname's Gator. How we doing? And it's Big Nate over here. What's up, everybody? Uh, we got a special Easter episode on tap for you guys. Uh, we have some show reviews, our weekly doghouse segment. Going to go over a crazy weekend in sports. And uh, we're finally going to wrap it up with our doc review on Seaspiracy on Netflix. Um, but I'll give you a little update of the this past Florida weekend. It's, uh, it's a great how weekend. How was the trip, bro? It's fun. It's bankrupt as shit right now. Uh, spent a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I went to this one club called Backyard, America's Backyard in Fort Lauderdale, two nights in a row. Uh, spelt, spent 135 one night. And next, next night, 125. So, yeah, you know, it was solid. Wow. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I know. I'm so <laughs> bankrupt right now. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. But the first night at this place, backyard, I'm going to tell you, it did not end well. Night was going great. Um, lost Shane for a little bit. It was like 2.30 a.m. Was he getting some ass? He was actually. He was grinding on this one chick for like two hours. That there you go, Shano. Yeah, pretty go good Shane. chick too. Oh hell yeah. Um, but anyways, I was up at this upstairs bar, and at the bar there's a twenty dollar minimum for using a card, so I had to buy like four drinks. So I bought a fireball shot, three Coronas, and so they all poured the three. I took the shot, had the three Coronas, left my phone at the bar, mind you, actually. So I it was upstairs trying to go find them, going walking downstairs, and I obviously holding this packed house and this kid knocks down my beer and one of my beers. And I look up at him I'm like, really? And he's like, what? Like, like I said something bad to him and he just clocks me on the jaw <laughs> twice, like pretty fucking hard. He beat and you quick, dude. Huh? I didn't, I didn't, I had, I was defenseless. I had two Corona's in my hand. Legit. I could not even like defend myself. And then I like got fucking, blast so hard i like yeeted drinks and then by the time i look up fucking uh bouncer is just like i didn't go to the ground by the way didn't go to the ground uh bouncer just is pushing me out of the bar out of the bar dude you should have just fucking smashed the bottles over his head and just i didn't they weren't bottles like, like i said they poured them in the cups oh I'll fucking splash and smash dude real quick well I don't that's know. a pussy move i don't like yeah, that's a chick. So it was a pussy move for punching you twice in the face with you holding well, that's your a, ears. It was, it was just an absolute fucking sucker punch, like yeah. such, like right on the chin too. Speaking from a sucker punch experience, getting sucker punched in the face, um, totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> totally Cole, lost. I, I'm totally going to roast me. I totally, think you're gonna totally, roast me totally lost it. Totally Cole, lost I think it. you were surprised that JP didn't fall over, but uh, well, look, it was twice. a packed house. Like That's what it was. That's what it was. So he hit you twice. Like he's like, twice. boom, boom. Like Same right, hand? 
same hand, like wow. chin too. Wow. And like, I just had no time to react. Yeah, and well, you, you, you were holding your beers. I mean, I what was were you defenseless. And he also, I think he was pissed off that like beer had gotten on him, even though he knocked down the beer out of my hand. It's a tough Absurd. One. But then I get kicked out, right? And outside, I'm trying to plead to the cops. Like, I literally just got fucking assaulted. Like, well, assaulted. Plus, your, fo- your phone's still at the bar, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. And uh, so the cops were, like, yelling at Shane, like, saying, like, oh, you better get your buddy in check before we get a- he's arrested. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're kidding me. So I was, like, hot. And I walked down the street for a little bit. And then the dude walks out of the bar and he is not, he's not like anything of stature. Like he's a scrawny ass, a little shorter than Nate probably. And just scrawny ass wearing like a plaid shirt, like ones I used to wear in like eighth grade. Uh, anyways. And I was like, you fucking pussy, like yelling at him. And then Shane just had to like shove me away while falling in the meantime. JP, the scrap King. So how'd you get your phone back? It's assault. (laughs) How'd you get your phone back? How's a scrap if I don't even get a fucking punch in there? How hammered were you? Oh, this night I was. Were you obliterated? Just was this Saturday? Crashed. So we really have no idea. No, this what was happening. Like, you could have walked night. up to this guy and just like called him a huge pussy. No, and he but hit you I... twice in the face. <laughs> and then your recollection is like, ah, he hit me twice. No, I was the nicest yeah, guy in the world. Like, I, I, I'm sure I didn't like. I'm sure I like. I probably said something, but the fact that I know for a fact I was carrying the beers. And I was like defenseless. That's what I will say. I was like, I was like, I may, I'm pretty sure I, it was like the club hustle situation where I'm like, what the fuck? And yeah, I know he that just game, t- yeah. but he just fucking, I don't know. It was egregious. He just two paced it real quick, dude. Plain and simple. He did. He and got tough. you before so you then, got him. So then I finally got calm, cool, and collected, and walked in, walked upstairs to the upstairs bar. Guy had my bartender had my phone. Six success, but we went back there second night in a row. wasn't as hammered. Had a great time. Watched the UCLA buzzer beater. Insane, but we'll get into that later. Nice. Hell, yeah. hell of a weekend. A lot of money spent. Oh, a lot did. of beer yeah. drank. A lot of beers drank. All the beers. So much Corona. A lot of Corona. Oh yeah, dude. You got a lot of Corona. No. <laughs> no. You know what I heard? No. Anyways, you guys got anything from the weekend? How was you guys' Easter? Wasn't bad, dude. Pretty, Had, pretty good. Enjoyed some time with the fam. Went to good old Milf Town. Shout out Milford. Had some ham, little mashed taters. Good time. Was what? Does everyone have ham? Pretty I sure most ham. people have ham, yeah. All right. People I have turkey? Ham and Nate also had ham. People eat um What do people eat? Lamb. Chinese food? They eat lamb. 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 lamb and lamb and tuna fish, huh? Uh, the Greeks go really, really hard for Easter. <laughs> they they usually do like a whole whole like lamb like a whole pig I'm roast. Big too. fan of the honey glazed ham. Really honey cool. Honey glazed ham is like one of my favorite. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> thank you, Nate. Thank you. Thank you. Insider information there. I've actually been to a Greek Easter before. It's like it's like their Fourth of July. Really? Yeah. I I honestly think Easter's not. I don't really celebrate Easter. Oh, I mean, I'll celebrate it with the fam, just because it's like an excuse to have family dinner. That's what I think about it. So, um, you're, but I, you're also not religious, James. So you don't. No, really I'm not. About <laughs> I saw a uh, a meme on Twitter where they <laughs> they had uh, Drake and Josh in the tomb with no body there, and it was like, Drake, what did you do with the body? And it's from that episode where they're building the uh, 
uh, the tree house and they get themselves stuck inside. <laughs> it's like, Drake, what did you do with the saw? Or, or whatever? Where's the power saw? Yeah. <laughs> it's outside. It's outside. It. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so funny. Great show. Oh, yeah. I just saw my family too. Family dinner, you know, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Big family day, dude. You know, got to get out and enjoy the time of the fam. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, but let's get into Nate. You got a question for the club? I do have a question for the club, actually. I like so questions. I was perusing the internet and I came across a term that I just wanted to share with you fellas. Wasn't sure if you guys had heard of this. Boner jams. You guys ever heard of a boner jam? Because if you hadn't heard of boner garage, but boner jam now. I haven't uh, heard of boner jam. I I have heard of boner jams. Have you, Cole? I have. It's just terminology that has been used uh, slanderously against me. (laughs) Really? Wow. Yes, very true. Very true. Well, let me read the definition and then you guys can make a judgment off of whatever Cole just said. But (laughs) it's a music that is so good. It could elicit sexual arousals. Boner jams. So I have a couple songs that I listed that came to my mind immediately. I was thinking like Pina Colada song. If you like Pina, Pina Colada. Colada. Right. I got, uh, I got What is Love. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. No more. And then I got Get Down Tonight, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh, yeah. Great song. Song. Dance. Great song. So I don't know if you guys have experienced any boner jams or not, but. So, Nate, I actually have a. Uh, sorry, I cut, cut JP off real quick. I actually no, have, no another, have another term for this that I've picked up from an older brother. Um, usually have a playlist, you know, for when the lady comes over and, you know, you want to make it a, you know, a nice, intimate time. Uh, the playlist is called not boner jams, but bumping uglies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what, it's, what it's called so you got a bunch of good jams on there for the uh elicit the same response as oh, uh, yeah. boner, boner jams like that i JP. think i think every guy has a playlist that they play when they have sex so i was gonna say the playlist it. but nate with the boner jams could this also include like actual songs that are like i'm talking about birthday sex you know that song and like yeah. there's a couple weekend songs like earned it like, and like, like acquainted. songs yeah that's a boner jam for sure yeah, and like acquainted I, too. I know exactly I what you're those, talking about. I think the perfect songs are great, song. Great, great bedroom songs. Those, those are on my playlist. It's a song um, that elicits sexual arousal. Yes. yes so I know 100% exactly. fits under the category. So Nympho by Borgor <laughs> would be the perfect example. <laughs> any any hard any pass. Chris any Chris Daughtry song just fucking definitely bone for sure. <laughs> She's any, a nympho. Any, any Daughtry song. You and I. That's a good one too. Great. <laughs> it's not Daughtry though, but no, it's not. Um, all right, let's get into uh dog houses. I got a pretty solid one that came over this weekend uh, when I saw it all over the beach. I think I saw about eight. So my dog houses are dads, but specifically dads who play catch with their kids like anytime and throw terribly. Learn how to throw a fucking ball. If you don't want your kid to be a loser, learn how to throw a fucking baseball. Or Amen, a, brother. A ball. Like, Amen. It is pathetic to see some of these dads throw a ball on the beach. It is like, like I, like I said, I saw eight dads, like, literally short arm, like, and it's like, 
listen, you got if you don't want your kid to be an absolute loser, they're gonna you want to get him sports, okay? Train him or something. Make him don't make him look bad. You don't set him up for failure. What do you got? Yeah, dude, I completely agree. But the one thing I have is what if the old man's got a shoulder injury? What if he just tore that rotator cuff? You know, what if that shoulder's gone? What if he had a gas fucking gas cannon back in the day? But now it's just an old fucking noodle arm pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think there's ways, though, you can heal the shoulder. Like yeah. now, like when you get, I don't know. I don't know how early on they got shoulder surgery or whatever. But like, they got soldier surgery. Maybe just, you know, toss the frisbee. <laughs> throw the frisbee. <laughs> fucking I'll throw the frisbee. He's getting bigger. Frisbee golf. Lotion for that, that's your holder. Oh, hell yeah. Copper fit, too. Brett Favre. Yeah. You're going to want to get stem cells ASAP. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Copper fit. <laughs> Copper fit. But yeah. That's oh, my definitely. Dog yeah. I, I, I hate seeing that. Drive past like a ball field and dad's playing catch with his son. Dad's just throwing it right in the dirt. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Figure this one out. guy was like throwing it. Uh, it is, he had no, it could be anything longer than 10 feet in the water from his son. They're throwing this ball. Every time you throw it <laughs> short and just like, it like pegged the kid. And this kid's probably like nine, maybe eight years old. He just kept pegging the kid. I'm like, Jesus Christ. What if they're practicing taking it off the chest? Well, he's a then catcher. I might have a little bit more respect for him. <laughs> That's a good Brain one. Though, this kid like the right way. Parker, what do you got? So I believe I have the first ever two time doghouse um, on the podcast, and that would be the NCA. Back to those fuckers. Game of the national championship. I mean, the time of the national championship. Sorry. 9.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fucking ridiculous. What mm. the fuck is that? Mm. You're telling me you want to start one of the most watched sports games in the year? At Especially since they didn't have it last year. So it's, exactly. going to be it's huge this year. But we have to blame the West coasters because they're three hours behind. So for them, it starts at six twenty, and you know, like some people are on this podcast, we work till six, you know, hardworking men, you know, but can't get out of work time. So everyone would get out of work earlier on that day. That's true. But I mean, when we pick up a Saturday. hobby like this, it's all about the hard grind. You know, we're grinding this pod out. Give us a listen. Just saying. But yeah, Parker, totally on your side. Absolute loser hey, job by the NCA. Loser yeah. job by the NCA. Two time. I I contemplated putting West Coast or NCA in the doghouse, but I mean it's not really West Coast fault. So definitely the NCA. Fuck those guys. Mm. Steve, who do you got? Okay, KP. So um, I live in Virginia, and. I have the face of a 14-year-old child, which sometimes is helpful, sometimes not so helpful. Good genes, bro. But, yeah, my genes are super small, though, because I also have the height of a 14-year-old. Anyways, um, (laughs) so I have a New Hampshire license. (laughs) Boom, roasted. (laughs) Yeah, boom, roasted me. I'm trying to roast myself a lot more these days. Uh, Hell, yeah. I have a New Hampshire license, and when I go out to, you know, get a beer, (laughs) get a drink somewhere – I always like, you know, I've got that shit. Like, it's out of my wallet. I'm ready because I know they're going to card me. Sometimes they don't, though, which is cool. Um, but I always hand it to them. And 
in my like head, I'm always like thinking like, wow, these people definitely think it's fake. And sometimes I'll like fumble it, handing it to them as if I'm like nervous, but I'm not. Right. So they definitely think that I'm under 21. So my doghouse is, you know, my waiters and, you know, bartenders, they're like, wow, yeah, fucking nice fake, bro. You're New Hampshire. Like, really? You fucking tool. <laughs> and I'm over here like, nah, dude, like I actually am from New Hampshire, man. Like, it's but real. They, Cole, they, is yours vertical know. or horizontal? It's still fucking uh, horizontal. Vertical? Oh, horizontal. I don't know. Yeah, Mine's vertical. Oh, yeah. Now it is. Yeah, my bad. Saying. My bad. You're right. Yeah. So it's, newer. it's a newer one. And people in Cincinnati always thought mine was fake. Yeah. Including this one time we were at this bar. They actually took it for a fake ID. And then I had to talk to the bouncer for a couple of minutes and be like, bro, this is my real ID. So annoying, though. So annoying. Feel it you. Is. There's also this place down there that I didn't see their sign. We went up. We went up. Somehow Shane got in and he's 22. And I tried to get in there. I got denied. And it wasn't because I was underage, but the limit at the bar was 23. How stupid is that? What kind of fucking laws? I think it was, it was probably to prevent fakes, but. True. Well, that that how makes no weird. sense, though. That's I know, right? The, the law is 21. What kind yeah. of I mean, I'm 22 years that? old. But so. That's like when T, was, uh, the garden started like making non-Massachusetts IDs be 25 when you try to yeah, get Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Been, that's been forever, though. That's, that's no, it's gone back and so forth. They've gotten rid of that and then like brought it back multiple times. Wait, what uh, the hell's have happened? they gotten rid of it, or have people just said they've gotten rid of it? No, they actually like have. kept the rule forever. Depends because who you I've, find I've at gone the game. To, I've gone to yeah. multiple games and gotten beer, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so have I. I'm just saying, like... Depends what person you go up to at the freaking... Yeah, that's true. Like the Pats game, I think of it the most times. They're like, go get the wristband. You're from out of state. And then yeah. you just go to the next vendor, and they sell well, it to you. Steve, didn't I try to use my uh, fake, like, with that first time we went to the Bruins game? And like the vendor, it wasn't a vendor. It was trying to get a guy coming up the steps, and he like said no IDs from out of state. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about the tough. game? That, that the one I was using my fake. You know, I think that's bullshit. What the hell is having the point of the law? Yeah, I you know, know. That's some just limit my freedom. Why don't you? That's yeah. If a fucking just a stadium in the state can change that law, that's like bullshit, no dude. Sense. That's bullshit. Yeah. But anyways, that's mine. It's a good fucking doghouse, but moving on to mine. Mine's got to be the aunt that forces the pictures at every family gathering. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Aunt Colleen, but you were in my fucking doghouse. <laughs> it drives me nuts. I know it drives my brother nuts. A couple other family members hate it, but then I got other family members that are just like, oh my God, pictures. Yes, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's not fucking fun. I hate smiling for 30 goddamn pictures rotating around like, all right, all the cousins in. Okay, all the cousins out. Just the sisters and the grandparents. Okay, just the grandparents and the cousins. It's like, what is this? What are we doing here? We're doing a yearbook here? Like, come on. Let's get one picture of the family. And that's it. Move on. It drives me nuts, but it's every fucking time. And it will never end. I know it won't. I just keep bitching about it for nothing. But I'm going to keep bitching about it for fucking nothing because it drives me nuts. Hey, those pictures look good, though. Oh, man, dude. It's annoying. <laughs> I hate pictures, dude. The picture, like my family, has ruined a picture for me forever. I don't know about YouTube, but I'm horrible at taking photos. I look like a completely different person. <laughs> like in photos, I don't look anything like I do in person. It's just like it's just annoying. I'm. I, I might take I look, it a step further too. Bad, but I might take it a step further too and just say like I just hate taking pictures in general. Like even like, but that like, there's no doubt about it that. They aren't always just the one that does the most, but I'm talking about like 
sometimes when you go out with the friends, they're always like, let's get a picture. Let's get a picture. It's like, do I need to get a picture every single time I go out? It's like, I, I hate know. that too. Mm. It's like, oh, we got to get the group picture. It's like, no, we don't. No. Nope. Like, I, I know you're with me. Like, hey. It's just because I hate people like looking at watching me take a picture. Yeah. Plus, it's just going to go True. straight to social media right away just for people to like it. It's like, I don't fucking care about that. But anyways, Nate, what do you got, bro? So my doghouse, similar to Parker's, is also NCAA related. Uh, every year, my dad does uh, this pool with like Conan alumni, Plymouth Plymouth alumni, four people, Ben Wheeler, Cliff Pellissier, uh Mike Willette, and Tim Damaris. You know, all pick teams, kind of like a random drug, except they actually pick their teams. But so they all get together for the final four. So we're watching the final four at uh, my house this Saturday weekend, having some good laughs. The first game ends, which if you guys listened to the last pod, I said that the Baylor Houston game would be pretty good. Exact opposite. But so we're watching the game. The game ends at like 650. What was it like? 645 ish. It was like seven. I would say just give it like around 715. Right around seven. So then the other game doesn't start till fucking 840, like 850. We had to wait like an hour and 50 minutes to watch the next game. It was unreal. And then fucking Miley Cyrus comes onto the fucking TV (laughs) and she just, I thought she sucked. I don't know. Some people (laughs) People thought she was good, but we were ripping her. Cliff had an all time quote, you know, she looked like a teenage boy, which she did. Jeez, I don't know. I didn't enjoy waiting the hour and 50 minutes for the next game. It's like, come on. I understand maybe they thought the game was going to go a little bit longer, but. No, I, I like that. Yeah, that stupid break, it just makes no sense. Kills, Nate, the, ridiculous. kills yeah. the vibes. Nay, especially because I had that. I had the over in that game at 135, and that bench player hit that too, so I was on such an adrenaline rush from the, the over hitting on that last second right. shot. And I was like, start. I just want to win more money in this game. But it wasn't even like a good baseball game. Like, I wanted to be like that. either. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. But I, I got an honorable mention doghouse. And that's uh, Michael, Michael Rappaport right now. So, oh, yeah, did you see him on Undisputed with Shannon Sharp? And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, bitch. what a pathetic video. Whoa, he's bitch. crying like a little. Yeah. I and mean, I think it's just because he's getting ruined on social media right now. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's kind of he's taking his own shit. I think he's eating his own lunch because he's been doing this the whole time, his whole well, career. Well, dude, his whole shtick is shit. like he's the biggest shit talker on the internet. And exactly. KD comes at him and he sounds like a little pussy. Yeah. And he released those Instagram DMs with KD. It's like, why, I don't would, know if, why would you release those, dude? You just sound like an absolute either, bitch. But, I'm not a fan of KD either, but I loved what he said to fucking Michael Rappaport. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but him going and crying like the little bitch. Yeah. Uh, Thought he was a tough guy from New York. I used to like him. Thought he was a tough guy from New York that grew up in the hood. (laughs) I always just thought he looked like Scalabrini, or Scalabrini looked like him. For sure. They are twins. For obvious reasons, but yeah. Yeah, I also got that mixed up a good amount, Nate. I'm not going to lie. Rappaport's 51, though. Like, come on. Grow up, dude. Yeah. That part where the the herpes part on the deposition was Schmini. Also, before before all this stuff happened, I think it was back in 2018, I yeah, had well, no idea that Rapport like ran all of their socials. He ran all of them. Yeah. Wow. Back when this happened, he, he also like, he started tweeting off of the barstool account and like shit about Dave. He wasn't. Yeah, running, no, he was he talking shit about the them. stoolies. 
He had like uh, the passwords to the accounts. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't running them. No. Why, yeah. Gaz, why did he have that then? Gaz runs all the uh, yeah uh, social media. Gaz runs all that. That's like Paul Gaz, Dave's no. Yeah. No, I know who that is. Him. But why would he have access but to those? I think uh, he gave them to him, like because he was doing mm-hmm. stuff with them. But he was also he was talking shit about the stoolies and Dave and Dave's like, well, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, idiot. And he also ruined all their lawyers, but whatever. Mike Rapport is scum of the earth. Getting, yeah. And don't see him really getting no one's letting off the gas pedal on him. That's for sure. Nope. Uh Cole, you had a matchup for us. Oh, I got breaking news actually. <laughs> ESPN just fired Paul Pierce. Mm. Oh shit, serious? really? <laughs> yeah. That's because another good one though. Could have thrown him in the doghouse. Is it because of strippers at his house? And yeah. probably because he was smoking, smoking blunt. two blunts to the face on Instagram Live. That well, is well, so we funny. All, we all knew Paul Pierce was high every time he was on TV. Him and oh, Chauncey Billups just look absolutely stony baloney. <laughs> <laughs> it's two peas in a pot over there. Fucking freaking frack. Like, what are they doing? Great breaking <laughs> news, Nate. Great breaking news. Pretty funny. That is pretty good. Back to Cole. All right, coming at you with a Sunday matchup here. Number one, let's uh, dive right into it here. 25-year-old Helen Keller with a sword Mm. versus a sloth in a cage match. Sloth? Who are we taking? How does a sloth, isn't a sloth like a vegetarian? this, This sloth eats people. So I mean I'm definitely man eating sloth. I'm definitely yeah. going with a sloth because pretty Make much half see. the time I think Helen Keller is going to end up like just swiping her feet at some point and just <laughs> lacerating a toe right off. Dude. You think she's going to kill herself? You yeah, might stab herself, kill herself. Yeah, because sure. like sure. the fence, the steel cage is going to like turn. Like she's going to walk right into the steel cage. The sword might just cut her. Yeah, yeah. That's a valid yeah. point right there, Nate yeah. Parker. Sloth, I know it's going to be slow, but yeah, that seems more likely you, than anything like, else happening. Sometime later. <laughs> Unless the sloth falls from the top of the cage, grabs around her neck, and then just starts choking her out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Couldn't do that. They got long claws too, right? Sloth? Very, very, very long, long claws. claws. Yeah. So a quick little swipe at the throat of Helen. Maybe shove one in her eyes. She might quick, go down like a quick, sack actually, of potatoes. Quick and How sloth much that don't go together, Steve-O. A medium <laughs> to slow swipe across no, the neck. They're, they're, have you ever they watched... Uh, they are very, very slow. There was one like planet earth episode just like about sloth and it would they move it literally took this one sloth like three hours to get across 20 feet of water <laughs> what if they See, move a lot faster that than might be the only problem why do they move so slow is it like their brain activity just like i think they're uh, just uh you know they're not worried about depends, it also depends on what helen killer strategy is she gonna go right after <laughs> she gonna be more defensive or does she well, even know she's in a cage? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, Ann Sullivan is in her corner, but she can't. <laughs> she's she can't actually be in the cage, so she can't do anything. She can't cheat the system this time. Just you know? splash of water on her face. She's like, God damn it, Helen, did, go after that. Did song. anyone like tell Helen? That she's in a cage match, or is she- Parker, how would you tell her? How would you, you tell her? Braille? How know. would you tell her, dude? Braille. She can't read Braille, man. She doesn't even know what that is. That is awesome. Totally right, any, forgot about that. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, if you don't know uh, what we're talking Ann about, Sullivan. go listen to like our third episode or whatever. <laughs> wow. Anyways, uh, on to number two. 
Got to bring another one of the uh, group members into it once again. If you can guess who it might be. <laughs> so we've got uh, JP Record standing 5'9". Six foot. 113 pounds with a tennis racket going up against three professional professional uh, female ballerina dancers. Who do you think? I'd take James with that. Take James? Three yeah. of them. And now these are – Wait, what are they? These are strong. They have weapons? Did you say they, they have do, weapons? They do not. Okay. They're very toe-strong, Cole, is what I've Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're so, pound for pound, very strong. Also gave me I a mean, weapon. If they give if they get JP by the throat with their feet, I mean it might be game over for James in that scenario. But they probably got some crazy leg locks they can do. Yeah, yeah. Or just kick him in the face like five times in a row. <laughs> Roundhouse that ass, <laughs> literally. I mean, he does have a tennis racket though. I don't know, you know. Yeah, that's why that's why I gave it to him in the beginning. But you know, if they get you, James, be careful. He's got a tennis racket. Use that tennis racket to your fucking advantage. I just want to say for the record, I am done taking punches. I will not be punched again. If someone tries to, I will. I don't will think you get to decide it. that. <laughs> nope. It's, I'm saying it right now. It will never happen again. I'm going to drive to Ohio well, overnight, sneak into it. your apartment, and then punch you in the face you while you You can't say it. what would happen. You could say you won't Just pay someone not do anything punch after getting face. punched. <laughs> yeah, JP, you better not close your eyes when you go to sleep. As soon as you close your eyes, I'm going to punch you square between your face. So I have a jaw of steel. But anyways, right. let's get into oh, a wheel, man. <laughs> so that Tony, steel. That Tony Stark beard's not doing anything for you, Dude. all right, Bill? <laughs> Speaking of jaw steel, have you seen those dudes that like use that shit to like train their jaw? Yeah, where they bite that thing like that. Jaws well, size. Jaw and line? then after they look like the crimson chin from fucking Timmy <laughs> Turner, whatever that show is. Yeah. Really odd parents. Yeah. Who's got more of a chill than Cole? Me or you? Come on. I mean, I, don't I easily have, have way I, more. Of a I drink line. twelve beers a day, but. Who says chin line? It's called a jawline, James. No yeah. one says chin line. Yeah. <laughs> it's <definitely laughs> Dude, uh, Dave Portnoy tweeted at Paul Pierce to give him a call. Uh-oh, dude. Oh, Paul Pierce going to Barstool? I like it. Buddy. He's already got Dion, though. I was gonna, Dude, he's just creating an army. Yeah, why not, dude? That'd be sick. He's taking right. over the world. A little wheel mayhem. A little wheel mayhem coming right at you. Oh, shit. Gator. Is that me? Is that me? <laughs> it, it is sucks you. Because I have no, no beers at all, guys. I'll take a sip for you over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I showed up empty handed. Uh, it tasted so good. Good work. Mm. Good work, Nate. It looked good. All right. Tasted hey, good, actually. New uh, release on HBO, I believe, right? With, uh, yes, sir. Tom HBO Rick Max. Mm-hmm. HBO Max. Max. Shout out Steve's. Still has my account. I appreciate it. <laughs> but uh, 15 bucks a month. You know, what happened in it? And I didn't watch it. <laughs> what happened? I mean, you just pretty much said it by the title, dude. You got King Kong versus Godzilla. Two I know, fucking... but I, I haven't seen the first one either. So, well, there's, I believe there's four movies, including like, the 2013 one. I'm seeing I was going to say, like, when did these start? Like, this doesn't include like, the 2005 King Kong, so, like, obviously. You had, no. uh, you had like Kong Skull Island with Samuel. Oh uh, yeah, yep. that one. And then yep. Godzilla's had like five movies, I think. He's had uh, um, the first one in 2014 or 13 with Brian Cranston. Shout out Breaking Bad, Walter White. He was in that, and uh, um, what's his name? Fucking 
It was Quicksilver in uh, Age of Ultron. Can't oh, the dude that was just in. Uh, oh, can't think. Oh, I know you're talking about, but, but he was in Cumberpatch. Yep, no, it's exactly it. <laughs> it, was, it was Sir but Windsor Dicklock. That's actually. a real person. Barry McGogner. Could have been him, but no. There's been like five movies of these, but this is leading up to King Kong versus Godzilla, two biggest fucking powerhouses on the world, and uh, we got some pretty wild fight scenes. Um, China got fucking destroyed yeah in the last fight scene they uh, yeah they yeah they you know spread the virus around they started it you know whatever but in this scene uh king kong like separates his shoulder and he literally resets it with a building <laughs> with a building yeah. and it just crumbles to the ground after he just resets his shoulder right into it and just boop, boop popped it back in but you know overall i thought it was i thought it was an all right movie you know a lot of action not a lot of Tell me, uh, tell me about this battle axe. So the battle axe, it's like weird to, so they pretty much go to like this other like dimension inside like earth where King Kong and all the monsters came from Godzilla and all the other shit. And there was a war back in ancient times with them. And now King Kong and Godzilla are the only ones left of their species. And these were the weapons that were used to kill the Godzilla's. And because it can like absorb his uh, um, atomic breath that he fucking lays out on people. Yep. And it can absorb that atomic whatever and just fucking wreak havoc. So that's well what said. Used. Well said, Steve. That's pretty yeah. uh, expert analysis. Can I just give the rundown real quick, though? <laughs> give us uh, the rundown. Godzilla's stats right here. The guy is massive. Okay. He's, he's a bit bigger than King Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, he can breathe underwater. He has this gigantic, like, uh, death ray that comes out of his mouth that he could just annihilate anything with at any time. And um, he's got huge claws. He's got this, like, giant shell of armor around him, which is, like, his, like, skin, you know? It's like a turtle back, you know? Yeah, essentially. And he's got these huge spikes running down his back. The guy's massive, all right? I would um, bet on Godzilla. Like a dinosaur-looking kind of? No, that's it. That's it. You know, he 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 just blew the fight, you know? Does anybody it. have the physical like attributes of both these guys, like the height, weight? Let me give a quick fact check there. Probably. Okay. Quick, okay. Quick yeah. fact check. We definitely we need a fact check up. on the height, weight. Quick, quick fact writer. Sure <laughs> it's definitely out on the air. But um, yeah, while he know. while he fact checks that, I got another thing. So the Mechazilla. Yeah. That go go. I can do it. I, so have you guys ever seen Ready Player One? I got it. I've no, seen parts of it. I haven't seen the whole. Okay. Thing. Hold on. What but we got it here, is, Cole? It is a great movie. All right, boys. So uh, let me just run it down real quick here. Uh, Godzilla, 250 million years old. Holy okay. shit. Oh, fuck. Height, 300, 394 feet. King Kong, 60 years old, 335 feet. So Godzilla, a tad bit taller than him. Um, weight. 30 feet, give or take. Yeah. Got- <laughs> Weight Godzilla weighs ninety nine thousand six hundred and thirty four tons. Uh, King tons. King Kong weighs a hundred and fifty eight tons. So a bit, a bit, you could say a bit of a displacement there. Godzilla clearly outweighs him. Yeah, just a tad bit. Um, Godzilla's reach mediocre to say the least. Some would say subpar. Uh, he's got you know T Rex hands, T Rex arms. King Kong, um, he has thumbs. He has elbows, so pretty impressive advantage mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla walking nuclear power plant with gigantic nuclear power beam shoots out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla 
battle axe, which can absorb said uh, nuclear power. So just quick fact check. There Wait, I you. thought King Kong had the battle axe. What did I just say? Godzilla. Did I say the opposite? Yeah. yeah. My bad. Reverse. Oh, okay. How does King Kong avoid this nuclear fucking ray? He has the battle the axe, axe. With the axe. Dude, that was the, the thing. In the, ab- absorbs it. That was the thing okay. in the movie too, though. Like he would hold it, you know, and then Godzilla just wouldn't move his like hand. He wouldn't move his mouth. He could he could have just like ducked it and then boom, I got you, you know. But he just right. held it in the same spot. Yeah. So I just did a little quick math here. Um, Godzilla weighs one hundred and ninety-eight million pounds. Wow. Holy fuck! Wow. A lot of weight. But yeah, back to my uh, Ready Player One. In the end of Ready Player One, the bad guy turns into he uses this power up thing, and he basically turns into Mechazilla. Mm-hmm. And this movie came out like six years ago, so I was like, mm-hmm. that was interesting. But Bro, you know. Parker, I literally just watched the movie last week for the first time. Really, dude? Did you like it? Absolutely loved it. Me too. I love. Absolutely movie. loved it. I thought yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. And they need to make more stuff like that. And I think I eventually that that will CGI be the future, the dude. Dude. Yeah. I do Same. usually say I like dropping a King Kong in the toilet, but now I might have to say I'm dropping a Godzilla because clearly he weighs more. Way, way bigger, dude. It's got to be a big shit, though, you know? <laughs> Medium poop, it's King Kong. Big shit. Oof, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, a Falcon Winter Soldier. New episode probably came out. Yes, sure. sir. Episode three, baby. So this one starts off with uh, John Walker going to where the Flag Smashers are. Uh, raided a previous building talks to this guy the guy pretty much just disrespects him and he goes do you know who i am it's like first of all if you got to ask someone if you know they hope know who you are you're a bitch they should already know who you are so fuck john walker not the real cap little pussy it then follows with uh bucky and sam gonna go meet with zemo hold on steve before you keep going i just think uh that part right there was definitely i don't know if i'm might be thinking a little too hard on this one, but I think it was like a little hint that he has a super soldier serum. Exactly. I was, I was going to say that too. Thank you for bringing that no up. No doubt. Yeah. A little anger spur, you know. A little, yeah. And he's shaking and shit. Yeah. A little weird. A little weird. Throwing that, throwing that shield a little too fast for my liking, you know. A little too fast for a regular guy. I don't know about that. Guy. Regular guy. But moving on, Bucky and Sam end up going to go meet Zemo in prison. Uh, Zemo, Bucky ends up going in first because, you know, Zemo don't like the Avengers. Sam's an Avenger. So Bucky goes in and uh, Zemo ends up going right to the words that trigger Bucky becoming the Winter Soldier. And he goes, that don't work no more, baby. And Zemo that was pretty wanted, cool. Zemo just wanted to see his reaction to the words. You know, he wanted to see if any, anything would spark with him. So they end up leaving. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Sam and Bucky end up talking. They're like, I think we should break out Zemo. Sam's like, what the fuck? You serious? No way. And he's like, Goes into this thing like how a prisoner can get broken out, and once he finishes that story, do to do to do, here comes up my my boy. He, he's now my boy. I like him. I like Zemo. It's pretty dope. Here comes my boy Zemo walking in with a little um uh I don't want to say security guard. What is it called? CO uniform on. Yep. And um he's just like, how are we guys? How are we? And so then we get them going on a plane to uh um Madripoor. Is a free. State, which pretty much means there are zero laws. There's a low side and a high side of Madripoor. But while they're on this plane, we find out Zemo is very rich, very wealthy. He comes from a um, high-class family, royalty. And uh, on this flight, we get uh, Zemo stole uh, Bucky's uh, little book that has all the names of the people that he has wronged while being the Winter Soldier. 
we find out that book was also Steve's book that he used to uh, write down shit he wants to watch or listen to or catch up on once he came out of the ice. And we get a little funny scene with the Trouble Man album or song. Great song. And then that was, that was a funny scene. I like that, that was scene. a funny scene, especially when Zemo is just like, you know, it really uh, helps with the black culture. Yeah, he's like, you know, he shouldn't be saying that, but he's right. Yeah, he is like 100% right on that take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, uh, so they get, they go to Matrapur, and as soon as they get there, like, you know, like shit's going to go down. There's some bikers following them to where they're going. They're like, what the fuck is this place? They go to a bar to meet this lady called Shelby. They also just got in that, when they got out of that car and just started walking on the highway, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Oh, wait, before I go on. And then that car driving down towards him, I was like, what's the car doing? (laughs) Like their Uber driver. It's a crazy place. But that jacket Zemo's got on is probably one of the coolest jackets. Badass. Oh, yeah. I want that jacket so bad. So they end up going to this uh, bar slash uh, pretty much fucking murder place. And they're all in character. You know, Zemo's a Zemo. Bucky is back as the Winter Soldier, acting as a Winter Soldier. And uh, Sam is, um, what the fuck do they call him? Uh, the, some tiger. Yeah, something tiger. Yeah. So he's playing a guy that uh, is from uh, Madripoor. And yeah, he's in the comics and stuff. There. Yeah, he's in the comics. So they end up uh, getting to a little scuffle. Winter Soldier, we just see him kick some fucking ass. This, really cool scene. This is the same scene where they show Zemo dancing, right? No, that's later on. That's oh, later. Okay, sorry about that. Steve, Steve, they also make uh, Sam take the shot with that. Oh, yeah. He's from the, the snake. snake. The snake yeah. in it, yeah. To make yeah. him stay in character or whatever. Right. He has that to take hilarious. it. He's like, Dedication. I love these. But then we get a cool scene with just Bucky kicking some ass. You know, a lot of people were videotaping that, guys. Did you notice that? I, yeah. I did notice that. And that's going to get out. Yeah. That's going to yeah. get out. Because I think, you know, Bucky is, uh, you know, he's still under... Like probation government pretty, probation yeah you know he was going to therapy just so he, they know he won't become the winter soldier again and you know it's government sees him acting as a winter soldier they're like what the fuck is going on man yeah and right. he's with zemo you know no no bueno so they finally get to meet with shelby and during their talk they discuss the power broker now we don't really know much more about the power broker we just know that he is pretty much the man that runs madripoor and he knows something about the super soldier serum. I have a theory that it might be uh, um, General Ross, which is uh, the guy from the Civil War comics and from the Incredible Hulk movie or the Civil War movie. Sorry, not comics. But then as they're talking, you know, they're about to uh, Sam ends up having to call, gets a call from his sister and he ends up breaking character. And as that happens, Shelby just gets popped in the head with a fucking bullet. And she's just boop dead, like my cousin Ray, like my cousin Ray Ray falling off that roller coaster, you know. Yeah, did he didn't think... even break character. She just said, "Bye, she just Sam." Said, yeah, bye, Sam. Yeah. Just, Who's Sam? But, Why didn't he have his phone on silent? You know, I was thinking I the same know, thing. I don't know, you like know. pretty avoidable Amateur. mistake there. Yeah. You know? Right. I also thought she was going to be in it for like at least like two or three episodes, and then just got oh, popped yeah. immediately. Right. So then we get uh, they end up escaping, running away, and then we get our first glimpse scene with sharon carter that is peggy carter's niece peggy carter is the pretty much love of steve rogers wife or life not wife they end up getting married i believe started marvel or uh, not marvel but like uh started uh shield Shield. yeah shield shield thank you and so then they end up going with her 
She has been living in uh, Matrapur since Civil War. And she seems to be living quite nice, you know, as a very nice place. A lot of nice clothes, a lot of nice paintings, you know, doing well for herself, even though she is out on the lam. So then they go to, uh, they go raid a man that is uh, developing the super soldier uh, serum used to, uh, he used Isaiah Bradley's blood that we saw in the last episode and used that to create the serum. And he was the one that gave it to uh, Carly, who is a leader of the Flag Smashers. And then as they're talking, Sharon Carter, some bad guys end up showing up. We get some cool ass scenes with her just kicking some fucking ass. Didn't know she was this badass. What's up, James? No, I, when you're done your review, I have a question for you about Captain America. Who plays Captain America? Chris Evans. Oh, no, I know. What I'm saying, who, what, what makes you like uh, Chris Evans playing Captain America than this guy? Give me some reasons. Because Chris you, Evans is the OG. I'll tell you. Keep going, why. Steve. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we get that cool fight scene with Sharon Carter. She's just kicking these guys' asses. And as this is happening, Zemo just ends up fucking popping the scientist right in the head, kills him because, you know, his ultimate plan is not to have super soldiers out there. That was his whole plan from the beginning. That's what he wants. That's what he wants to do for his family that ended up dying because the Avengers. So that was a cool scene with that. Um, then it pretty much staggers on. We get a couple endings, it seemed like. You know, I thought the show was going to end, and then it kept going, kept going. And so with the first ending, we get the Flag Smashers stealing supplies, and they end up blowing up the building that they stole supplies from with six men left inside. That seemed to not be their MO. Their MO was more of... Uh, helping not more than killing and then we get a scene with uh bucky sam and zemo just walking and bucky just goes i'm just going to take a walk on my own i just got to get out of here clear my head we're like what that's a little weird but then he ends up going and he ends up picking up the uh kimono beads that is from uh black panther wakanda wakanda, wakanda forever oh dropped notebook picked up notebook got it <laughs> And so he ends up walking around, picking up more of the beads. And we're like, uh oh, we hear, you know, we hear the Black Panther music, the uh, that little sound little tribal track. music. I love that. Gets me going, you know, goosebumps. And then he meets with uh, Aoa. She was in um, she was in Civil War. She was the one that Nat was talking shit to. She was in that and she was in Infinity War. And she goes, I'm here for Zemo. And then the episode ends. Nate. What's up, bro? Dude, Steve, to backtrack a couple of scenes to when the scientist gets killed and they're like outside doing shit. So Zemo puts on his mask and like he starts that. doing some stuff or whatever. But then like he's looking at Bucky and Sam like through a bunch of shit and it doesn't seem like they know that that's Zemo with a mask. And it just seemed like he was doing some weird shit. And then he comes back with the nice car, obviously, and he's not wearing mm -hmm. the mask. But I don't know if like what you think about that because it seemed like he entered like an alternate kind of like personality when he put the mask on well he is he like in civil war they talk about like his background a little bit and he was in the uh like sokovian special forces and he is very trained and very trained in fighting shooting a bunch of shit so zemo is just a fucking badass but um he got he got stole that car from one of the shipping containers yeah that, that right. i think that whole scene was badass when he started walking the containers and just started blowing shit up so sick so but, sick. but with um, the mask i think he's just trying to get a new start in it you know i think he's trying to find himself he after after what happened you know he doesn't know what the fuck to do so he's just like 
might as well turn to one of these Avengers or not even. I don't think he wants to be an Avenger, obviously, but he yeah. wants to be something. But I did find Cole? it very funny that uh, Bucky took shotgun in the car and then Sam goes, you're not going to move your seat, are you? Little flashback <laughs> to Civil War when he goes, can you please move your seat? And he goes, nope. Yeah. Pretty funny. I love that shit. Marvel brings stuff back like that. Yeah. What were you going to say, Cole? Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, uh, you know, why I put the mask on, you know? It was kind of weird. I don't know. It was like a whole. It seems because him and like Bucky had a stare down and it seemed kind of off. I don't know. I thought he was going to attack them. I, re- I thought Zemo was going to attack them. I thought he was bailing from there, and I was like, oh, I he betrayed he you. I now he he's, now he's gone. And then so he pulled I. up in the car, like, and he didn't have the mask on. So right. I think I think we'll find out next episode more about the mask, more about Zemo's past a little bit. Hopefully, yeah. I think that'll be cool. But, James, back to what you said, why I like Steve Rogers or uh, Chris Evans as Captain America so much. Well, compared to the guy that plays now. You know, dude, he just fucking he started it all. He was, he was the first Avenger, number one. And um, after watching the first Captain America, you know, you got skinny Steve, you know, he stood up for what he believed in. You know, he, he can do this all day. He can do this all day. He'll fight for what he believes in. He'll fight for his friends. And you just saw his character development through all the movies and just fucking badass. He believes in what he believes in. He trusts what he trusts. And also, this Chris Evans is probably the better actor. Yeah, and he's also he's also a great looking guy. Also, you know, he also Can't wasn't gonna die. JP, he kind of just like gave up his spot as like Captain America, oh, right? New guy like, who's slid in, and he's kind of put in bad guy. He goes back in Endgame. He goes back to right. his wife. I and liked the- New Captain America, Episode Two, and then this, after watching this episode, I was like, Nah, I don't, I don't like him. Anymore. I agree. I agree. Well, also when he talks about when Bucky's like, Well, have you ever laid? laid down on a grenade and he's like well i have four times i use a reinforced helmet steve didn't use a reinforced helmet steve used his body he used right. his body to lay down the line you know i think i, I was watching this video and there's this uh john walker is kind of more of a tony stark character than a steve rogers character you know he's always got the shortcuts you know he's always doing something else you know he's more of a showman you know when uh we saw him run out on that football field. And when they had all the cheerleaders around him and stuff, that was very Iron Man 2-esque with Tony coming down for the Stark Expo. That's what that reminded me exactly I, as. I was about to say, have you guys ever seen um, fucking, why did I just, oh, I just lost the name of the show. The show on HBO about the superheroes or Amazon, sorry. Why did I just, oh, uh, name of it? Boy, boys. The boys, the boys, the boys. Thank you. Yeah. He gives me big Homelander vibes. Yes. Very just, big Homelander. They're like vibes. the same person to me, yes. I feel like. Just like, yeah, I and agree with that. The only other things I had, Zemo dancing was hilarious. Hilarious, dude. I was dying laughing. I love his character too. I, I hope they do some cool stuff with him in the yeah. Marvel Universe and he stays in. But then, yeah, Sharon Carter, who, who was that girl she got into the car with? I don't know, and man. Why did she say we have a big problem? We got a couple problems. Yeah, that was yeah. interesting. So I think the couple problems are Bucky, Sam, and Zemo. Well, and that they up. killed and they killed the scientists. Now they yeah. can't make more super serum. So I think that's yeah. what she was like. Okay, we're yeah, we got a couple things. So I, but... I I think she's in with a power broker a little bit. But yeah, like you we said, how is she so rich? I think she obviously she lives in that city, so she's probably getting money for like killing people, whatever. Mm-hmm. But just seems like she's doing way too well for herself for being wanted. You know, in the yeah. United States, and yeah, yeah, I think she's I think she's in the cahoots with Thunderbolt Ross. I think she is, dude. But great episode overall. This show is just Marvel. Just always exceeds expectations. Already better than WandaVision. I agree. 
I agree. I thought already halfway was through though. Sick, but it was just a little wild. slower. Obviously, it's slower. Yeah, it's less action. This is just action packed everywhere. It's, yep. it's like a Marvel movie, so oh, I like it. What did you, you say? see? Uh, the trailer for the Loki. Yes, I, I did watch that. That looks, also that looks sick. I might watch that. Fantastic. So I might watch that because that looks sick. Do you? Do you guys like? Did you guys watch the first trailer? Yes. When he jumps out of the plane. Mm-hmm. Do you know that's like a true story? Yeah, it's DB Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, DB. You never heard the story that, about that? DB shit's Cooper? wild. No, I just didn't know if you guys knew about it. Mm-hmm. Pretty wild story. Yeah. I learned about I learned about DB Cooper from watching the movie without a paddle. <laughs> Back when I was a kid and learned about DB Cooper through that, I, and that, then did a bunch of research about it after that. Watching that movie, I watched like five, like five different shows. It was like one was a documentary, a couple like literally had like a ten episode series of like finding the DB Cooper, yeah. DB Cooper, like killers like, no on History Channel. They don't History know who Channel. he is. These guys like came up with this like theory about this one dude had like gone in that county, and then I was in like appeared back. But like he's proven. Well, there, yeah, there was one dude that like, matched like ninety-five percent of like all of the descriptions, but he had like a hard alibi. Yeah, yeah. and then like, he died. He died like, a couple years ago. Yeah, one was in jail. He was like in jail, I think already. But yeah, yeah that, that story's wild. We got a real man before we get into uh, big sports weekend. On the wheel. All right, wheel man, come at you. AP. I feel AP, like it's going to be laid on for cold the most. Let's get into uh, what the most important event of this Monday night. Uh, and that's the national championship game. We got Baylor. We got Gonzaga, the two best teams of all of college basketball this entire year. Gonzaga's undefeated. Uh, Baylor is also a great team. I believe they've like only had two losses on the year. Um, but let's talk about what happened those final four games. I mean, Baylor blows how many, out. How many points did Baylor win by? I think like, like 20, 24. So did they, did they cover the minus? They, I believe minus they lost. Five? I believe that was a, <laughs> a lot covered. Do I, actually. do I hear four and oh? Yeah. That's right. You hear four and oh. Parker's locks of the weeks. Four and oh, Baylor cashes. You know, it's tough. Sorry, we got to get those picks out beforehand. <laughs> Let's go, Park. We got to yeah, get those I picks won't. out beforehand so that we can get people to win yeah. money. That's why we did it last time. Just post a story. People who listen, they hit it. That's true. I got to post a story. That's that's a good call. But they overhit at 135 with a bench player hitting a last-second shot. We love that. He just got a scholarship the night before, too, which was good good for him. But let's talk about the game of the night, the latest game, as Nate talked about. Uh, That's Gonzaga-UCLA. UCLA UCLA put up a fight, man. I live bet them. Not going to lie, with six minutes to go in the second half, really thought they would – if not, I thought they were going to hit the buzzer beater. Were they still, like, plus money? Oh, yeah. They were, like, plus 360. Wow. And uh, I took them, and they were up. They were up. I mean, like, who one. wasn't rooting for UCLA? Well, yeah. Unless I, I you picked say. Gonzaga to win but it But listen to this. Listen to this. So, I'm at the bar. This kid had put $200 money line on Gonzaga to win $20. Dude, he almost the, lost $200. Dude, that's, that's how you lose your house. Right? He put that's a, an idiot. He right put a there. money line bet before the game started. Yes. Yeah. Two hundred dollars to win That's twenty. Retarded. I mean, yeah. If you're gonna put two hundred dollars, you might as well take the spread. But then he would have lost it. So. <laughs> yeah, big time. Nate with a big uh, what eleven and a half, I believe. He moved the I line. did. I great, did. great hit. Yeah. I bet they were I mean, eleven and a half at the beginning, and that was plus money. The game too. was seven at one point, but it was a crazy game. I mean, 
after uh, Jazang hit that layup, thought for sure I was going to double OT, and I'm like ready to for a buzz. Uh, Jalen Suggs comes up and drills that shot. Place went wild too. I, like Shane chucked his beer up in the air, soaked himself. <laughs> I was ready to do it too, but no one else really did it. That was uh that was sick. It was a sick ending. Uh, Cliff had UCLA, but he left at halftime. Oh, is that your is that your dad's little league? Yeah, thing? that's so funny that they do that too. My dad always makes fun of that. I've been doing it for like thirty five years now. I know. It's crazy. No, it's a big uh, buy-in. They put a lot of money on that shit. But who do you got tonight? Taking Baylor because they're plus money. Mm-hmm. I like to hear that name. Me too. Got fifty bucks on them. I I have eight dollars on them. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to take Baylor, but I might just take the points because I just think Gonzaga's too good of a team. I think they have too many weapons. So does Baylor though. They, dude, they're three guards. All of them can go off. And they have another guy, uh Flanagan or Flagler. They can all the go bench. off, but that if they hit their threes and the three ball is Yeah, but Davion Mitchell is a pro. That guy's gonna be uh, like he, yeah, he can lock up, but he can only lock up one guy. I think Drew Timmy's gonna have a fucking night. He's really good on the block. Like he can, he knows how to, his footwork's amazing, and he knows how to position his body. He's not that big. And then yeah, they have Kispert and Suggs. I mean, Kispert, I'm pretty sure had a terrible game last game. But... He's been his, he's, he can't he hasn't been shooting well. He was okay. In the first, yeah. He was good in the first half. The first, but yeah, he was on the year. I'm pretty sure he's. He's shooting like 52% from the field and like yeah. 45% from the field. Talk about a yeah. bad beat, though. Davion Mitchell missing his over on points by like two. Wait, sure that you missed that, Nate? Yeah. yeah. I thought he yeah. – Didn't you text it like the first like five minutes where like he's like four points away or something? Yeah. Yeah. And the, well, he was four points away going in the second half. He didn't get oh, it. Okay. He ended the game with like 11 or 12 assists, though. So he was Damn. dishing the rock. But um, cooking. For our uh, random draw – finale we got steve steve has baylor and parker has gonzaga so it comes down to that let's go baylor parker Shane's also about to win parker now. has wrapped up the uh the wins in that too parker has 21 steve had 19 steve wow, had ucla steve. and baylor who both had five wins which was pretty big damn you know, i i had like what the worst uh you had the, the worst, worst average seed the worst average yeah. seed yeah you know you gotta do what you gotta do us underdogs just rise up all the time yes <laughs> However, Shane in our ESPN uh, is. bracket is going to win. Looks like. Yeah, that's if Baylor wins. That's if Baylor wins. Who's going to win if Baylor loses? I believe Jimmy. Wow. Mm. Well, JP's roommate's cleaning house. But, yeah, Jesus. I think I think Gonzaga's going to win. Uh, it should. I really hope it's a good game. I, I think it's going to be. It means two best teams in college basketball all year. So, um, no. But kind of carry off that. Uh, Roy Williams retires. He is younger than Coach K, which I am shocked. But he's had way more health problems, I think, than Coach K. And I yeah, think it was kind of time. Than Coach K, I believe Coach K is wow. like seventy-four. He's Holy seventy. Hell. Yeah. Quick, quick fact. I mean, Coach K. Coach K. Roy Williams is seventy. I know that for sure. Coach K dyes his hair. That is crazy. I did not know that. Coach K is seventy-four. How hey, yeah. Steve? Oh, can you look up how old Jim Bayheim is? I just guessed that right. Yep. So. Wow. But, but anyways, uh, Roy Williams, since his time in UNC, which was – he started in 2003, has won more national 76? championships. 70, yeah, shit. 76. Yeah. Uh, and has won more national championships at UNC since his time at UNC. 
Well, dude, Coach K is one more championships over. I want to talk about stress. How about Roy Williams losing that national championship to Nova too on that buzzer beater? Uh, one of the that best. Was, that was one wild, of the best dude. games ever in the national championship. Easily. That was crazy. That was awesome. Uh, I mean, that over, game alone will give you a fucking heart attack right there, dude. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that uh, watch the video after Marcus Page's senior night because that's an all-time video. Uh, if you want a little tearjerker. tearjerker. He uh, says some really, really great words about uh, Roy Williams, making him a better man. It's a really good clip. Interesting time to announce the retirement. It was on uh, April 1st, and I got a lot of uh, April Fools. You know, people thinking it's April Fools, so interested to do that. But kind of a weird joke about your retirement, I feel like. So Yeah, for sure. Um, Next, baseball's back, baby. One of my favorite sports, easily my favorite sport, actually. I actually have Yankees. breaking news about baseball. <laughs> our, our it's fucking great. impossible to bet on. <laughs> Dude, you're so I, right, I, Parker. I actually, you're so right, Parker. I was going to mention it after, but I actually won $100 on a baseball bet on Friday night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just I like put, a in, huge parlay. put in two of the same parlays, and they both hit. My, one of them, I added a team, and, and one of them, I um, didn't have the team. Because it was the odds boost, Parker. I texted you to take the odds boost. So that one hit. And then I had a separate bet, and it also hit. Which one was that? Was that the one it with was like the White Chicago Sox? Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Uh, San Diego Padres. And oh, you Tampa know why Bay I did take that? Because and I it took only hit. That exact. The Tampa Bay Rays had a three-run ding-dong in the top of the ninth. Joey Wendell, he came in clutch. Pretty sure I took that exact parlay money lines the night before, and it missed because the somebody lost. And it screwed me, and I'm pretty sure that's why I didn't take it again, but I should have. It is I, my words. Thing, I mean, my biggest pet peeve with betting baseball, though, is, like, usually the favorite team is, like, favored so heavily, but any team can win it, like, any night. Yeah. It's just, it's, it it's doesn't insane. matter. Like, it's way worse than college basketball. It's way oh, worse. Oh, yeah. By far. I mean, at the end of the uh, day, it's a coin flip. To I don't know. Early flip. season college basketball is literally impossible. I almost had to bet on the Yankees to win, like, opening day, so – that's what I did. But the Red Sox, I mean, I could have won. I almost was going to take the O's uh, yesterday when they had killed them. I should have just bet on the O's all weekend. I don't know what I was doing. They gave <laughs> if the, the Sox win, it's Orioles, good for us. If not, it's still good for me. They gave the Orioles a 0% chance at making the playoffs. So what did I do? I bet on them before the season to win the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. I put like $2 down to win like 400 I think. I will say, though, Tanner, how Dealed in his first start as a Sox, eight Ks through five innings, got hit with some earned runs, but that was because uh, the defense, defense for the Sox, super slack. It's cold out, no excuses, no excuses. Yeah, but I think the Sox, their offense looks shaky right yeah. now. It but, looks um, like shit. It's I cold out, but no excuses. Miguel, Cra- Hill, Miguel Cabrera hit a home run in the snow. No Carabas was really like hyping up. What your first baseman there? What's his name? Oh, Bobby Dalback. Yeah, he was Bobby really D- hyping him up like he's some sort of that, dinger machine. That's because he is hyped up. He was hitting uh, some some bombs and uh, rookie seasons, cards but, are selling for a premium right now. I'm trying to hunt yeah, some he's of supposed those. To be nice, but uh, you could see a lot of like, I guess the announcers were saying they thought like the balls were definitely deadened because there was a couple of shots at Fenway that were just dying at the end. Not from the Red Sox, but from the Orioles too. They were just once they got to the warning track, it looked like these things were gone. They would just pop out. Nate, though, like so they're that, saying that people the are going to have to 
change their like hit trajectories and stuff because they're not going to be able to carry these balls out of the park. They're going to have to hit more base hits. Nate, dude, flyouts to the warning track happen all the time, even pre this oh, like no ball that came into weekend, play. Bro. Come on, dude. Like, let's. They're just all they're saying that is because they had said that they deadened the ball. Literally, that's all they're saying. Reason why they're saying it. The only reason I even bring this up is because I watched all three games and an announcer referenced it like at least three times in each game. Exactly. I was watching one game and they did say the same thing. This dude absolutely crushed the ball. And it looked like I, even I thought too, I was like, that looks like it's going out. And it, there was wind, obviously that huge factor, but it just like dropped. And I was like, that was really weird. But I mean, the balls fly further in the warm weather and it's not warm out too. So. Um, There's like five stadiums this year uh, now using like this, forget what it's called. But they use it to dry out the baseball or keep that, keep them. Oh, no, sorry, keep the moisture in the baseball because it's so dry, like right. in Colorado and Arizona and places like California. I, I'll get you back on to you, but it's kind of weird how they're doing it. But Yankees went one and two against the Blue Jays. Bats were only gone, but tonight they're playing the O's and uh, Stan hit a grand slam. You mean the division leading O's? Division leading O's. <laughs> Although I think Miami started. I mean, not Miami. Uh, the Rays started three and zero. At least two. Well, we but, got uh the Sox have their first lead of the season right now. They're winning yeah, one see that. <laughs> see that. The Bruins Stand are also playing right now with a big granny. I think they're winning also. Oh yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, um, they're up two one. Let's go. I have the over in that game. Uh, I guess the key after the Boston sports thing, now Celtics with a big win over. Charlotte last night absolutely killed them. It was like twenty point game. No Lamelo or nothing. Mello's without Lamelo, yeah, I know. But they're about they're time. also still fourth in the East, right? Well, everyone between like fourth and tenth spot is within like so two close. games of each yeah. other. Really? Charlotte's, yeah, Charlotte's yeah. good. I wasn't. I just like Lamelo. He's but out for a little. Rob like Williams minute, is looking though. good. Rob he is Williams looking is looking good. good. He's Evan Fournier is looking all right. Looking like he's settling down a little bit. And anyways, uh. We had a former winner finally back in the winner's circle, Jordan Spieth, winning the Valero Open right before the Masters weekend. Uh, it's nice to see him win. He's been in contention the last, uh, last couple of weeks. I'd say last, like, maybe eight weeks. He's probably been top ten, maybe Dude, he falls up, three or four been, times. He's been falling apart at the end just so much, and then he finally put it together. I don't, a lot of times, though, he didn't really fall apart. It was just like he couldn't like make he couldn't like make shots because he's always been like a known putter. Parker, and which I, we bet on him during what the waste management classic. He was, I think, he was right there, and that he was like plus five hundred. Yeah. And you said it, you said it like uh, that morning. Remember? Yeah, because I thought we took him. I thought he won earlier, but then I remembered it was Justin Thomas we hit. But oh, that was definitely Justin Thomas. That's what yeah, I was I know, thinking. I know, too. I know, I know. <laughs> No, That's but uh, the waste management, I think we did bet on. Street. I think we also did bet on because he had really good odds. I can't remember which tournament it was, but it was like a bigger name. And I think it was like four tournaments ago. He had get, finally gotten a double bogey in like 800 plus consecutive holes. Like a double <laughs> bogey. That's insane. That's, That's an insane, insane stat right Yeah, I kind of forgot just like how dominant do he can be at the end of, end of tournaments in like the last like four holes. He just absolutely dominated. Got in a groove. So uh, Charlie Hoffman though did did make a he's coming for him, but he, do his it. career his career in that tournament is like ninety plus par, I under par. Holy, like his hell. career that is insane. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's won it before too. Um. Anyways, though, he's 
Jordan Spieth is now the favorite to win the Masters. My buddy Brooks. No, I, Brooks, no he's I not. I think DJ's still favored over him. I got oh, the odds he? right here. If yeah, DJ's at like plus 700. What do you got, Nate? Go ahead. No, DJ's nine uh, plus 950. Oh, I'm, so I'm he's talking nine offshore. And a half to one. My offshore book's different. Oh, sorry. I'm talking DK right Yeah, no, here. go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. New Hampshire betters. But uh, <laughs> DJ's number one, nine and a half to one. DeChambeau, number two. 11 and a half to one. And then you got Rom and Justin Thomas, both at 12 and a half to one. I don't have Spieth. Actually Spieth was at plus right 950 on DraftKings last night. I know that. So doing math right there, they probably have him at 12 and a half to one with Rom and Justin Thomas. I was going to say, I wrote my notes down on Saturday. Um, I was going to say, uh, don't bet on Rom because if he has a baby during the match, you already had the kid. You already had the kid which is exactly what I was going to say. Thanks for interrupting me. But <laughs> if he was going to have the baby, he was going to have to leave the tournament because he did say he was going to leave for the baby, but he had the baby. So he will be playing, which is a bonus because coming off of having a child might play better, but I'm not taking him. I got this golfer at 40 to one. He's might now moved. Worse. He's now moved to 35 to one on Sunday. I put money on cam Smith. To win it all. I can't bet in Massachusetts, so I don't want to wait till Saturday to bet on this one. I put in one early on Cam Smith. If you remember last November, he finished tied for second in the Masters with Sung JM behind Dustin Johnson. So wouldn't mind seeing having him or seeing him have another good tournament, but obviously it's a long shot. They didn't have top five or top ten placements out yet, so I couldn't do that. I don't I know. Gonna say, dude, my lock of the week still... might be speed top ten if that's a bet out there. Uh, well, I mean, bet. it will be out there, but I couldn't take they're it. Already, they're already all out. Mm. We got finishing position, top five, top ten. Jordan Spieth at plus 125. Oh, wait, no. I that's, think that's, that's my top, top ten. It's the worst thing about living in mass, you miss those lines during the week. Did you say Cameron Smith? Wow, his odds are. Yes, I'm going to wait till Sunday for this. Oh yeah, betting it on it on Sunday is fun, but I just put down five dollars to win two uh, two hundred and five bucks. I definitely so. saw Dude, someone really? else that looked. Yeah, it's I might 40, do to, that. forty to one, bud. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. it, what did you put down, Nate? Five to win two hundred and five. Yeah. How much of a wagon would that be if you pick a golfer like early in the week to win and he wins? Um, I pick one, dude. Cam Sunday Smith, M Australia. is also at plus four hundred or plus four thousand one hundred fifty. So that's forty-one to one. Forty-one. Uh, he's been coming yeah. around too. And then more cow. I also like that at plus three thousand. Hmm. I almost uh, put a little money on Ricky, but I don't. I don't think he can do it. Brooksy, Brooksy's playing. This Ricky week. was like a hundred and twenty to one. I heard he might be an early scratch though, Brooks. Really? Yeah. They were talking about hurt. that too. Be hurt. I know he just got knee surgery three three weeks ago. Right. Yeah, but exactly. So he might not be playing because of that. But um, I got another for gambling segment. Um, the Knicks are a wagon, dude. Honest to God, like those guys, they cover spreads all the time. Most of the time when I bet on them, they always hit. Damn, you just reminded me. I was going to put in a bet for Reggie Bullock over two and a half threes, and I totally forgot. Mm, That's tough. He's like averaging more than 2.5. He's He's averaging like 3.1 on like 6.9 attempts. Mm. JP, uh, quick also a little gambling update. We can talk about more about soccer Wednesday, but me and Parker hit Man United when they went down this week to Brighton. Big win. I may have bet on them twice while they were down, so both hit, but yeah, I love it. 
they texted me and I had the same exact thought in my mind. Hey, they were playing Brighton. Okay. We knew, we knew what we were doing. It only took a super late goal in like the 80th minute to get it. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like watching the game during Easter lunch or whatever. Yeah, like, Nate, what you, Nate, what are you doing out here watching the soccer game by yourself? <laughs> like, well, we have this fucking massive TV. I'm going to watch the soccer game. Jeez. <laughs> JP, the Knicks are actually beating the Nets right now, too. No, I know. They were plus six, six and a half. Plus I two. thought about taking them at plus six and a half. I saw that. Um, anyways, you got a, uh, mental mind fuck for us, Gator. Yeah, I got, I got a little mental mind fuck for the boys. So fellas, would you rather be perfectly high forever or perfectly buzzed forever? Like that perfect high you get when you smoke, you know, you take a couple puffs and you're just like, whew. I am stony baloney. Or, you know, you, you're like four or five beers down, you get that perfect buzz, and you're just like, whoo, boys are buzzing. Which feeling would you guys rather want forever? James? I mean, personally, I'd probably want to stay just like kind of high because hmm. I don't know. I've, I like the feeling of like having a buzz at like 6 a.m. Like, I don't know how I feel like. I way rather get high at 6 a.m. than get drunk. That's a pretty good point. I like that point. I like that point. Park? Um, can you repeat it? So would you rather be perfectly high forever or perfectly buzz forever? You know, that joint yeah. you take, a little couple, pe- couple peps on it, gets you nice gets you nice and high, or, you know, a couple beers in you, and you're nice and buzzing. Um, Definitely the perfect the perfect uh, little you know stone buzzing because uh <laughs> you know i can eat forever I eat as much okay. as i want all right all right no liquid courage for anyone yet all right all right kp i think kp is de- going with the beers i refuse to answer wow like that. wow perfect opportunity I- for when you like to know True, KP. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck it to me. I'll I'll still I'll still sleep well tonight. Will you though? <laughs> Actually, uh, no, I, ha- I have night tears. I never sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> the nightman comes to you. Yeah, it's horrible. The nightman. Steve, I'll go with uh option A, whatever that was. Hi. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I agree with JP. Bunch of stoners here, I see. Dude, no one wants to be fucking drunk at 5 a.m. It's not drunk. It's not drunk. It's that perfect buzz. Like, if I got up to, like, not that I would ever do this besides, like, one time with my Uncle Dan, but if I got up to, like, fish at, like, 4 a.m., I wouldn't want to be hung titties or cocked in the morning. I I went fishing fishing. on Nantucket at, like, 6 in the morning, and I was cocked. (laughs) Sounds tough. I mean, maybe around 7 a.m., I'll be good to go. But... Yeah, no, the rest of the day was not fun, but. Right. I mean, <laughs> later in the day, I'm thinking about later in the day, you get tired after all that booze and. Fair no, enough. It's not, you're, you're not completely drunk there, Nate. It's a perfect buzz. You know, you're just buzzing. It's a couple beers down. You're just buzzing. Yeah. But all right. Yeah. A bunch all of right. stoners. I liked it. All right. We got a little drink review, but we changed it up this, this week. Doing a little rum and Coke. Now, Nate Shane, go get me a Pepsi. So I have a Pepsi in the room. So it might be a little different, but still basically rum and coke. 
say you made Shane go get you a Pepsi? No, he was going to like the diner, and I just told him to pick up an extra soda. Oh, nice. Um, Are you a big Coca Cola guy? They only have Mountain Dew products. They only have Mountain Dew products. I would just figure as a big Coca Cola guy, you would like refuse to drink Pepsi, you know? I do like Coca Cola, but I would rather drink Mountain Dew. Do you like Pepsi? Yeah, yeah do you I don't like mind Pepsi, oh, but I like okay. Coke way more. Okay. Yeah, see, like my mom drinks Coca Cola and like she refuses to drink Pepsi. I fucking love the rum and coke. Love me a nice rum and coke, my man. I think what brings me joy is this always my go-to at the bar if I wanted to mix drink. Yeah, it's always a first, like, go-to that I'd say if I want to mix drink. Yeah. Just, like, quick quick rum and coke. That, Jack Coke, just fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think that was my go-to when I went to Backyard in Fort Lauderdale, but 100%. It's like that and a vodka soda is like vodka. Uh, I, I like a vodka sprite sometimes, but um, if I had to rate it on a mixed drink scale, and I think I might put it over the margaritas that we had for sure. I'm putting it over the margaritas. I'm giving it an eight two. Eight two, JP with an official all time high score. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's like JP does so, love so rum and coke. It is delicious. Wait, you guys uh, like this uh, little shot glass I got here? What do you got, dude? Dwight Schrute. Little Dwight mm-hmm. Schrute shot oh, glass. Yeah, I KP. measure out. I measure out my drinks over here. Okay. KP, you want to go real quick on your review of a rum and coke, bro? Yeah, sure, no problem. I know you're a big rum and coke guy. I like my rum and cokes with um. RC Cola, actually. It's the Superior Coca-Cola. RC Cola is pretty what? good. Have you ever had RC Cola? I RC have, Cola is but... pretty good. All right, fair. If JP you... says it's good, I trust you. I mean... Oh. <laughs> well, he drinks a lot of Coke. No, I drink a lot of Mountain Dew. That's what they drink out west, is the uh, the RC Cola. They don't really have it up uh, up north too much. They have it in the Midwest, yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever even heard of RC Cola. Oh, dude, Steve, you Go get yourself an RC Cola. I'll get myself Cole, an RC do you call cola. it pop, cola, or soda in Virginia? I like pop. I mean, I call it soda. I don't, I, even really it soda. Li- I don't even really live in Virginia. I live in like this weird like Bermuda Triangle where like everything meets, and it's just a disaster. Like a cul-de-sac? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, K- KP, what do you give it? What do you give her on Coke? Got to go with a... Uh... You sh- taking a shit right now? What are you doing? <laughs> you making that face? <laughs> uh, I gotta go. With- Nate, are you drinking yours with ice or no ice? It's like it's straight. No ice. Neat. Wow. A neat rum and Whoa. coke. Well, I just took this coke out of the fridge. You know, somebody get this guy a wheelbarrow for his huge pair of knackers. No ice is a wild move. Um, a bold strategy, con. But yeah, I gotta go with the. Uh, Six eight. Wow. Okay. 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 Like that. Okay. Parker, is there? Me. Yeah, Parker's there. I'll just go real quick before Park. Park, you want to wrap it up? Sounds good. All right. So you know, <laughs> rum and coke, pretty uh, pretty superior drink when you go out to the bar. You know, most people are going to go order that for the first drink. Solid rum and coke. Have to give this uh, 
7.9. Mm. You know, it's delicious. Love me a rum and coke. But, you know, a little too, a little too sugary. You know, can only have one. Can only get one rum and coke down before, you know, start getting a little, uh, little um, what you call it? Heartburn. I do like mine stronger. Heartburn. I like mine stronger. I do like it stronger. Side. I do like them on the stronger side. Don't want to taste much of the Coke. I want to taste more of the rum. But 7.9 is what I give it. Definitely got to go heavy on the rum because, yeah, like you said, too much sugar in Coke. Way too much. Too Wake much up acidic. With the worst hangover in the world if you drink yes. too many of them. But yes. definitely my go-to drink at the bar, like Steve said. Nate, what do you got? Old Scorps in Durham, Nate. you know. Park, Parker's going right now, JB. So. Oh. Order like 10 of them at a time great time but anyway while uh parker sips away jp do you have mountain dews like at your house majority of the week would you say jp do you have a mountain dew no in your fridge right now do you buy like 24 packs or do you buy like bottles like cans or bottles what are you doing he buys cans Nah, let me run down the scenario for him. Right, but he, he buys a bottle on he, campus if he doesn't have a can. He, he, he <laughs> heads over. He heads over to the old pizza, the pizza place. Opens up the uh, you know the thing, the fridge, whatever it is. Grabs one out. That's, Just clears it out. Yeah, that's about. That's how he gets most of them. But do you drink them if you're drunk? Would you like? Will you have them on do? One hundred percent. Like if it's like fucking two a.m. I'm wow. Love a Mountain wow. Dew before bed. Wow! A couple, a couple of follow-ups. I'm up all night. <laughs> I was I'm gonna say, bro, there's caffeine. I always, as a child, had a soda before bed. Sometimes it's very bad for you. Okay, couple of follow-ups. Sometimes here, I wake up at like, like midnight and for one, slug sweating, one, yes, slug one. For one, um, do you have erectile dysfunction? <laughs> um, <laughs> number uh, number two. How do you still have any teeth at this point? I and brush like three times a day. That's a lie. That's just not true. I will eat, I'll brush right in the morning. And then usually if I like, uh, like go out and like do something like athletic or something, I'll come back and like take a shower because I feel like gross. And then I'll end up brushing my teeth when I get out of the shower every time. So usually when I take a shower, like every time. So you brush I, your teeth twice a fucking day like a normal human being. Well, unless, unless, he, doesn't, unless do he doesn't three. shower, though, unless do he doesn't shower. If he doesn't take a shower, he's not I brushing his teeth. Yeah. That's plain and simple right there. So quarantine, you did not brush your teeth at all. <laughs> no, I'm I did. I actually curious, chipped man. some te- teeth when kidding. that guy punched me. I'm did really you? worried. I'm really worried about yeah. your health. Uh, but, Cole, to answer your question, when ch- when we do our get our grocery shopping, we do it with uh, Costco, and they have 36 packs. Jesus Christ. How <laughs> dude, long does that last dude, you? Last you're like going to have weeks. diabetes, dude. You're going <laughs> to have diabetes. That's not even a joke. That's not even a joke. You're going know, to have type stop. 2 diabetes. I mean, James, I love me a Mountain Dew here and there, but... It'd also be concerned with heart disease. Mountain Dew is wild. <coughs> Parker, what you got for a rating? All right. It was a, long, it was a while ago, so I got to take another sip. Yeah, another sip. Parker makes him strong, I can tell. 8.1. 8.1. Boom. High rollers. That's a score. Got some high rollers. Did you guys say what you guys majored with? 
I made mine with some good old Captain Morgan. God, yeah, I, mate. I prefer Captain thing. Morgan. It's the only thing you can use is Captain Morgan. Also right. the same thing. Because Captain and Coke just sounds way better, too. Yeah, Captain Coke. Everyone in this chat knows I mean, Jack that and I... Coke sounds good, too. I love Jack Daniel. Well, I was going to say, do you guys prefer Jack and Coke? Because I know Mini Coda, Tyler Coda, he says Jack and Coke's jet fuel. Jet or do we, fuel. Call, <laughs> we call multiple drinks jet fuel. Is Or I don't know. The uh, I, de- I definitely prefer rum and cokes. I'm I'm not a huge Jack Daniels guy, but I'll drink one. Usually, when um like this weekend, they put like white rum, so it's like it. Mm. I think it tastes a little bit different with white. It rum, definitely so. does. That's what they yeah. use the bars a lot of the times too. Yeah, if you get like sure. well drinks because they use well rum and just like a yeah. cheap bottle of uh, I, see what they use. Yeah, I haven't tried that, but so for a rum and coke, I'll give it a I'll give it a seven two. I like a rum and coke because I enjoy coke and the rum's pretty subtle. I like it more. In the winter, I think it's like I enjoy having it when it's cold out. Warms you up versus the summer. Warms right. you up, and it, the taste, like for some reason, I think when I'm drinking a rum and coke, I imagine that I'm that polar bear in the fucking Coca Cola commercial <laughs> drinking the good old Coke. Like, I don't cute, know. It's a cute bear, know. dude. I love that commercial. Dude, there's like a Coca Cola museum. You know that? Oh yeah, dude. I bet Georgia. I think like the retail of like Coca Cola products is crazy. Old Coca-Cola. Products. Actual cocaine in, in old Coca-Cola. That's why it's so addicting. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Ask JP. Some people, some people want to put it back in. That's what they've been saying. <laughs> the rumor on the saying street. it for years. <laughs> Smart people. Fucking FDA is just being a wicked bitch. All right, I think uh, we're done That's with the review. Reviews. That's a review. That's a review. Uh, we'll wrap it up with uh, our documentary that we watched. Uh, yes, sir. Seaspiracy. Uh, quite an interesting uh, documentary, I got to say. Um, this guy, I, I, he said he was from the UK, but he definitely sounded Australian to me. I don't know if you guys picked that up. Uh, I thought he ended, I thought he was, I don't remember exactly. He moved to the UK. I, I didn't talking about Ali. Yeah. Ali. Mm-hmm. Ali. But he started off uh, going to like Jap- Japan and exposing a lot of what they do to like uh, fish, basically. Um, but he was, he started with the, um, the shark fins and, uh, them slicing the shit out of every single shark they caught and basically just mass production of fish. Um, anyways, uh, shark fins like used for the shark fin soup in Japan, which is like this highly praised thing. And it's like worth like a hundred dollars to get. And I think it's like some ritual, like supposed to give you like health benefits, even though it's proven no health benefits. What? While we're talking about it, let's. Let's just, uh, if you have something to say, let's just fucking say it now. We'll try to keep oh, this yeah, kind of kind of quick for the listeners. Well, no, but I, I was gonna... So you, no, you oh. mentioned uh, Tai G. So they go to this place and I just had a note about that. So over 700 dolphins and whales are killed each year in this location that JP's taught it, talking about. And what they, it's nearly impossible. They go through it, but it's nearly impossible to like work your way around in this city. And like they were having cops follow them and shit. And finally, like, this one morning they are able to like leave their apartment at 2 a.m., stake it out, and they stay like till it's super early in the morning. And all these Japanese commercial fishermen are hoarding in these animals using various techni- techniques or whatever and just Huge murdering, mess. murdering dolphins and fucking fish and whales. It's fucked up. Also talked about like the huge plastic issue and a lot of the whales that like came up on shore like were filled with a lot of plastic, but they were saying it's not like the straws. It's not the 
water bottles. It's actually the nets like that are like enlarged them. Cause you know why? Cause when they get trapped, they try to eat the nets and they try to escape the nets. So they just end up killing themselves basically. Cool. Um, so yeah, they talk specifically about the specific garbage pile, which is this huge, huge garbage pile in the Pacific. And, um, 60% of it is made up of fishing nets. 46, 46%. 46%. Apologies. I, I did write that down. <laughs> Fuck you, Nate. Nate. 54% is filled with other plastic. But like JP said, it's not a lot of the straws. Like at first when I'm watching this, I'm thinking I need to reduce my plastic use. I use I drink plastic water bottles, which is probably the main thing that I contribute to the like plastic or whatever. But obviously that's not the case because it's all coming from these commercial fishing vessels like we're talking about. Mm, for sure. But then he kind of uh, he was getting into the um, Thailand, the slavery issue. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, when he basically was talking about how these Thai guys were forced into doing labor for one was doing it for 10 years plus one guy was doing it for six years, basically working as slaves on these ships. Um, they basically like kind of finesse you getting onto the boat and then they abuse you while you're out there. And if you, you can easily get murdered or tossed over the um, railing while they just lied to the authorities about just, they could just say it was an accident, which is pretty nuts. Or they just commit suicide and jump. Yeah, over. exactly. Dude, um, just, dude just bailed off the ship plain simple officer. Oh, actually, before he was talking about um, how, like, the African, uh, why, like, there's, like, pirates that have been created because basically they have no food. And uh, taking all the fish out of uh, Africa and, like, I think it was, like, they were saying, like, the UK once again, like, destroys, uh, like, the coast of Africa because these people can't get food. Cool. You get to, uh, to get right into, like, the point of it the whole dock is about essentially just overfishing and these people are doing this. Um, they're killing the whales and the dolphins, like majorly the uh, Japanese are because they think that they're wiping out like the competitors of the other fish, which would be whales and dolphins and like the, the larger uh, species within the ocean. But there actually has the opposite effect because like when you wipe out like the top tier like that, then the second tier below, say tuna or whatever it is, overpopulates, and then they kill the tier below them because they're not eating them. So then like the whole biome of the ocean is all messed up, and then um, all the life together starts to die. I so, believe, yeah. Like they were saying, like they asked the question, do you think it's sustainable to fish? And I think that's a huge – It's clearly uh, not. Like – They literally said if we keep up the same practices that we're going to have empty oceans in 2048. So if I get into my point, um, since 1970, um, halibut is down 99%. Cod is down 86%. Bluefin tuna is down 97%. Haddock is down 99%. Um, 2.7 trillion fish are caught per year. 5 million are caught every minute it's crazy but it's ridiculous it's called bycatch um i want to answer this to the club but what do you guys think was like the most graphic scene like i'll say that one at the end when they're in denmark and those whales just get it was a bloodbath and you had like hundreds Mm -hmm. of people like all 
like doing it like it was insane. So like, insane. But so that's the one place where you can kind of like distinguish that that place in Denmark had clearly like doing that had come from old traditions. Like they're all there, like on foot. These aren't huge commercial fishing vessels at sea. They know that the whales are going to be in that area at that time. Like they're kind of hoarding them in a little bit, but also that was their main source of food for like the year. And like, so they've grown up with that tradition there, but like, you're right. Like it's fucked up. Also, yeah, that, that was guy, the most fucked up scene. For yeah. That, that, the guy that uh, he interviewed at the end there, he was saying how he doesn't get why people like say that. And he, but he compared 2000 chickens to one whale. And, but he was saying that one whale can survive, but it, the way, like, I don't know if you can compare chickens to whales because you could, how quickly a chicken like hatches and how quick, like there's, there's no way you can compare whales to freaking chickens if I'm, if I'm talking here. Well, and like the whole point is too, I think that connects it back to the ocean. The ocean, people don't, people underestimate how important it is to humanity, to humanity's like, you know, uh, existence. I mean, um, the ocean takes up i think 90 percent of the carbon emissions on the earth Mm -hmm. so without that you'd have this crazy greenhouse gas effect and temperatures would be way 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 off and all these horrible things would be happening and the huge species like whales and um other like massive species within the ocean they emit a vast majority of breathing oxygen as well people think it's trees but it's not so the concept like with this is you have all the overfishing going on and all this is happening it's destroying the uh it's just destroying the species within the ocean and then you're having all the deforestation within the ocean floor so all this is just getting wiped out so then you're having you know all this carbon that's being emitted and all this oxygen that's not being emitted anymore so not only is it killing the ocean life but within a certain amount of years like they say in 2048 humanity is going to have a really bad problem because we're going to have less oxygen and ozone is going to be fucked and we're not going to have the same uh, food source that we did. Mm-hmm. Can all right? Can I just uh, follow up Cole's thing? Because mine's I based kind of what I said off of what Cole had said in the previous podcast to come to like my conclusion through watching this. But like he just said, like when dolphins and whales come to the surface to breathe, they fertilize fucking phytoplankton or whatever they said, which every year absorbs four times the amount of carbon dioxide dioxide than the Amazon rainforest and the ocean also with those whales and dolphins come to sea generates that 90% of oxygen that we breathe, like Cole just said. So, and as Cole has also said in a couple of podcasts ago, our world is made up of 80% ocean and water. So it is obviously the most important ecosystem to this planet. And so we need to protect it. And by overfishing, we are just like literally destroying the ocean's food chain which is running all the fish out of the ocean. And because of this, I myself have officially, unfortunately decided to stop eating fish because I really enjoy eating fish. I know one person doesn't change anything, but I got to feel like you got to have that one thing you do. And so I understand there's a lot of people who think like eating meat and shit is like bad for the environment as well, obviously. But clearly I think the ocean and that ecosystem is way more important after watching this and having discussed what we've discussed. So I obviously can't give up eating fish and meat both at the same time. So I'd rather give up the one that's way more important this weekend at Easter. We had fucking shrimp out. I didn't eat any of it. 
Not that that matters. I went to the grocery store this weekend, went to go buy fish for the week. Didn't buy fish. I was like, fuck. Now I got to think of something else to eat. But I was like, geez, I don't know. I guess piggybacking off that, I thought I think the most actually interesting part was uh, when he was in Scotland and they talk about when they harvest the fish farms and like, but the parasites that were like building on the fish, like how gross was that? Oh, Jesus. I thought that was gross as shit. I have um, worked firsthand at a fish market actually in D.C. Shout out uh, Captain White's absolutely horrible place there. It's basically a slave. Um, anyways, place is awful. It's disgusting, okay? And overall with this, it's just people are focused on the plastic and the uh, flooding of littering. But that's not what's causing the major uh, problems within the ocean. It's the overfishing because when you have the overfishing, you have all the depletion of the fish, and then you have the displacement of the different species, which causes the whole biome of the ocean to be depleted and all fucked up. So when that happens, then you have major problems for humanity. So like Nate said, they estimate by 2048 that 43, I believe it was 2048, 2048 that they said, I mean, they said all ocean life. I don't think it's all ocean life, but I think majority of fish that humans eat will be wiped out. Mm-hmm. And that's, Dude. what is that, 27 years from now? Yeah, it's not far. <laughs> that's why this is in our lifetime, which is, I feel, why I can actually stop eating fish and feel like I'm making a little bit of a difference. But think about it, like, if you're in a landlocked state, and this is maybe 1900, 1800s, whatever the time period is, if you're in Oklahoma or in the middle of the desert, or wherever you are, Nevada, I don't know. You can't get fish. You get fish at the ports. You get fish near the ocean. And now you can get fish anywhere. You can get fish at a fucking gas station in Texas. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the saturation. Like, we're just killing the eco- It's terrible. If you watch this thing, it literally makes you not want to eat fish because we're killing the ecosystem. I wrote down, fish are friends, not food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> finding Nemo. Finding Nemo taught food. us best. I like that, Nate. Great quote. Great quote from that movie. Another uh, another quick fact for you. Um, every year, twenty five million acres are lost on, uh, like on ground, like on on soil, of like forest. Mm-hmm. Um, but every every year, three point nine billion acres of ocean floor vegetation are lost because of fishing. Coral oh, reefs. Fuck. So, three point nine billion. Every year, that's insane. Think about it, like within, within, dude, within twenty years. I mean, it's going to be some insane changes. And it's going to keep increasing too. You know, how about all those? The uh, most fucked up thing is, uh, like the government is like hiding the shit from people. Well, what about those and trying to keep it a secret? What about all the labels on the seafood profit, like our products, caught dolphins safe? What does that even mean? Because they're killing dolphins. Yeah. Well, we dude, kill like, them very nicely. I can tell you that they were yeah. killed very nice. Like the way that like uh, like our environment, um, like it's like related to hunting. Like you know, tons and tons of species have bounced back because the U.S. has such strict hunting regulations, whether it's seasons or mm-hmm. you know what you can hunt and when you can hunt it and by state, because it's landlocked and you can control that. But like Nate said, the ocean is you know eighty percent of the world, so you have no idea what's going out there because it's nobody's land. You know, nobody owns the ocean. It's unregulated exactly yeah. so you can you can do whatever the hell you want you know and as long as you bring that stuff in like the big companies that are making the money they don't care where it comes from you know they can just put that on there and say blah 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 but they have no idea where the fishermen got that or like what they did 
Right. I think it's uh, super crazy and kind of ironic that a couple episodes obviously watch Gyro Dreams of Sushi and they're talking about how the fishing market's declining and how you can't get any quality like fish out there anymore. And it's because of the overfishing. It's literally yeah. because of the overfishing. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. who cares if you have to pay? I mean, like if you pay for seafood. I mean, there's literally a world ban on whaling, and yet Japan continues to do it. It's insane. The whole thing's insane, dude. Yeah, they well, how about that boat? How about that, like, army boat, though, that, like, goes and, like, stops these overfishing? That guy, um, that's a huge scam. That dude's a liar. That dude that, he, like, goes and, like, they look like they just crashed into boats. Yeah, no, that's, that's, have you ever seen that show? The Whale Wars show? Yeah, no. That's it, such a, it's a big lie. It's like a reality TV show. That's just, it's all, it's all. Is that fake. that boat? Is it yeah. that boat? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy has been like caught lying a bunch. Yeah, he's a scumbag. Well, JP, that's, that's probably why all those fucking islanders are pissed. Like you said, they're like, they look like they brought an out army. It looked like they shore. brought an army like onto their boat and like had or, or like, and then the army like went to and like jumped on the other person's boat. Yeah, I mean the doc community is pretty like dramatized with certain things, but I mean other other than that, like you can't you can't you know fight the facts. Facts mm-hmm. are what they are. Can't I did see that um, the documentary. Obviously, like all the documentaries we've watched so far, I've kind of been pro documentary. That's the way they're they're selling it. You know, yeah. you got to you got to get that. To, you to agree believe. with the doc? But this documentary is getting some backlash saying that a lot of the statistics are blown way out of proportion, of course. And then I go on Netflix and it's not in the top 10 anymore. And like, it seems like they're already like trying to hush it down a little bit. You know what I mean? Who knows, man? Who knows? Fucked up. Who knows, dude? They really just don't give a shit. Because I mean, if, if, if like you said, it's, it's just getting so blown up proportion. Think about, I wonder how much money is generated by fishing globally. Crazy money. So an insane, insane business like that. Why would you want you know, a huge documentary coming out that's number one on Netflix, one of the biggest streaming uh, services like in the, the world? Kind of like the pharmaceutical thing. Saying the opposite well, thing, man. It is like the pharmaceutical things, dude. So I mean, I mean and think crazy. about you get like a three hundred pound tuna. That thing goes for like big, seventy grand. Big tobacco right. used to do the same thing. They used to pay a bunch of politicians so they, to like not come out with facts about yeah. fucking tobacco. But you still have to overpay. You, so keep making you so have much. To pay money. a lot of money for seafood. Like when you go to a place, it's like oh, market course, yeah. market price or whatever. But it's like, it's a big well, what, what is the market price? Because you guys are catching so much seafood that you can serve it in fucking whatever price you want. Colorado. But that is that is interesting, though. I mean, like, you know, like some countries will not have cows. Some countries will not have chickens. But every single every country, country in the world fishes. has fish and yeah. seafood. Right. Yeah. Mm. Especially, I feel like Eastern countries definitely, that's what their main uh sort of food is i think yeah 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 well dude i think so like i think like they like they talked about in the doc though the ocean is you know like the respiratory system of it's bad for it of though. the world you know yes cool i heard like, it's actually like bad for you though like it's like once like a, uh the plankton eat the uh i don't know they were saying like mercury JP, like mercury JP, you're going like in that. mercury JP, cole was saying that the ocean is like what helps That's, everyone breathe yeah. Yeah. No, I know, but he's. I'm talking about like the Eating like. Fish. No, I'm talking about the smaller fish eat like these bad minerals you don't want in your body, and then the bigger yeah. fish eat the plankton, and so on and so forth. Right. Like the food chain, and then once the you get to a salmon, then the salmon's already got like bad mercury. minerals for you. Yeah. Yeah, you're just talking about mercury poisoning. Well, yeah, dude. The, the majority chain gets fucked. The majority of people. Well, that's what they talk about at the, the end uh, of the 
eating the farm salmon. Nobody's getting any of the wild stuff anymore because all the shit's just farmed and it's just gross. Yeah, that shit was gross. You're right. Yeah, mm. dude, I literally, I used to sell that all the time down at the fish market. And you can tell vividly by the color, like a farm salmon, which is all from the Atlantic, is going to have that like bright orange pigmentation, which they color themselves because mm. it's farmed like that. And it's going to be just like gray and it's going to be shitty. So like they'll feed them stuff that turns the color. The wild, That's like the so sockeye weird. salmon, it like it's in the Pacific and like up north in Alaska is going to be like this rich, rich orange color. Everyone thinks they're getting good salmon at the market because it's fucking would, orange. It's food coloring. We would literally lie to them every single day. We got a like we got a ton of shrimp um from South America and from I think China too. That was um all frozen, like flash frozen, and it was all all farmed. And we would get it in, and then we would defrost it, obviously, and then put it out. And people would come up, and my bosses would always just tell us, "You just say yeah, it's it's a." Uh, it's fresh. It's fresh local. Yep, it's fresh local. And it was all just f- farmed, frozen shit, and they would just sell it for the high price. It's like going to a restaurant. They're like, oh, yeah, it's catch of the day. What is it? You know, Dude, that's the thing. Some, yeah, literally. Some, some oh, how many people came up two to weeks. you? How many people came up to you per day and asked you that probably, too? Hundreds. Yeah. There's that's thousands. insane. There's thousands of people that walk through every day, and I would, you just lie to them. Yeah. That place is so fucked up, dude. It's Anyways. disgusting, too. Anyways, that's a... Uh, one of um, my favorite docs, I think, I've watched. Very Because um, I think it actually made uh, somewhat of an impact <laughs> on, like, my viewpoint. Obviously, I, uh, it made a viewpoint <laughs> back to Nate's. I mean, Nate's not eating fish. <laughs> well, actually, the funny thing was, too, was I watched this late Thursday night. Then I wake up Friday. So, obviously, Friday is good Friday. And I'm thinking about what I should eat for food that day. And I'm like, well, I can't eat meat. And then everyone's always like, you got to eat fish instead of meat. And it's like, yeah, motherfucker. Not anymore, bitch. Looks like I'm having That's some right, cereal man. for had a, dinner. Had a piece of ahi tuna at the Pearl this weekend. Oh, I did. Oh, fuck you, Parker. Did, hey, dude, did they, they, they do a good ahi appetizer. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what Parker, I'm talking about, Cole. I always get the steak hey. frites with the arugula oh, salad every time, by the That's way. That's what I got for my dinner. I, I've got more of a sweet and sour type. Medium rare or rare? Chicken guy. Oh, the crazy chicken? The crazy chicken's good. Medium rare. I don't really eat steak medium rare or rare, Cole. Medium rare every time. I don't really eat fish that much, but the only shit I'll really eat is shrimp. I love fish, which is why this is tough. It is tough, but dude, I'm telling yeah. you, who knows, dude? By 2048, who knows what's gonna happen? Maybe save so the environment. Close, though, we're gonna I, be alive by then. Let's save the environment. When I heard that, when they when they said that, I was like, "That's like not that far. Like that's, that's not within far at all. no shit." <laughs> I'm almost halfway there. It's Twenty years span, thirty years span. Dude, I'm telling you though, that, the crazy facts of since 1970, like the major fish, halibut, cod bluefin tuna haddock those white fish um other than tuna is what you people get in the uh, grocery store every single day and they've declined by over 95 percent yeah that's wild. we're projected to have i SECs saw that by 2048 and if we keep fishing the way we are now it'll probably go down it'll, it'll be less there'll be less time yeah mm. so don't worry about your stupid plastic straws all right because that doesn't matter at all stop eating fish exactly nate knock um, it off anyways great doc i highly recommend it but uh, that's a review, and uh, that's episode what eleven? That wraps eleven. Yes, sir. Episode eleven. All right. All right. Love we'll you guys. see you Wednesday. Peace. Oh, yeah. Peace. Well, one thing that is hot, I think a lot of people are watching. Dedicated listeners. It's just gonna get better down the road. This was another episode of the Backpack Club podcast. Make sure you drop that like, drop that subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. We're on Apple Music, all the above platforms, baby. Let's get it going.